0: Welcome to the Funny Style Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Robinson. Today we have... Brian Milligan. And Shane. One down, one to go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love how excited you are for that. You're like, yes, got him! <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So before- Brian's like this seat will be mine and mine <laughs> <Yeah>. alone. <laughs> there will be no pretenders to the throne. <laughs>
0: so before this all started you were talking about Brian was talking about you watched Avatar 2.
2: Yeah, I watched that last night. I it was it was good. It was better than I thought. Like yeah. I you know I like waited forever to see it and I was just kind of like I had the day by myself so I was like I got 3 hours to kill, you yeah. know. <laughs> and uh You know what's fucked up? I feel like Sam Worthington, the main character in that movie, is just doing blackface. In that movie, basically, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean blue face, but
0: yeah. but yeah, but
2: but he's got like dreadlocked hair and shit like yeah. that, you know. As an avatar, I'm like, mm. and the storyline is, is yeah, is, it's very is a, a black, black or Native yeah. American storyline. Yes, <laughs> and I love that they cast a white guy to be the main character. Of that yeah, movie. They always it, Tom
0: Cruise was the last samurai. I never know, forget dude. that Tom know, Cruise's it. white well, yeah. ass was the last samurai. Well, it,
1: it's Oscar bait. It's always the Native American metaphor versus like the mil, like usually the U.S. military metaphor but like whatever uh as the native american savior and it's like they can't call us out on racism because he got accepted to the tribe
2: (laughs) well there was that one movie back in the day uh what's it called uh Roots? Yeah, Roots. It's <laughs> <laughs> just all blackface people, right? <laughs> no, nah, that one movie where... Uh, what's the dude from The Godfather, the main... Like, the guy who played The Godfather? Uh, uh, oh.
1: Not Pacino. Um,
2: no. No, no, no. Is a uh, a uh, freaking... This is My good pod- podcasting. No, no the, I know. <laughs> the, the, he was the, the godfather. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. Guy, that guy. Uh, oh, Marlon Brando? Marlon Brando, yeah. 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 Oh, okay. He played yeah. Genghis Khan in a movie, didn't he? Or no, no, no it was John Wayne. Wait, yeah. John yeah. Wayne yeah. played yeah. Genghis Khan I in a movie. I
1: saw that movie like a couple years back. Just John Wayne and yellow face <laughs> yeah. is so fucking weird. <laughs> it is. He's sl- like, it's... It's two steps away from him pulling his eyes in a slant with, like, <laughs> yellow makeup on to play Genghis Khan. <laughs> but b- back to the Avatar
2: thing and yeah. Sam Worthington being blackface, and you said blueface, but really, like, anytime there's, like, a cartoon where they're not including black people, it's always blue people yeah. that are, that are yeah, the yeah, black yeah. people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Doug? It, yeah, yeah, like it's, Doug. Exactly. It's like, a Skeeter, like blue you know? or purple. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. So, like, I feel like it's the same fucking thing, man. So, <laughs> like,
1: here's the thing like, oh, like I,
0: dragon ball z where mr pope right. mr popo was like the most racist character in oh cartoon yeah
1: history. dude the best thing about that is when they changed him over they literally legitimately went from black to purple <laughs> to be like no see he's not a sambo character on like mammy's a kitchen like, yeah. it's,
2: it's fucked up man yeah y'all what? should be madder about this shit. <laughs> no. well, so I mean we have 200 years of it like <laughs> yeah. but also everybody else in Avatar is black. You know what I mean? Like the actors? Yeah. Well, except the children like Avatar 2 yeah, yeah, they have yeah. kids and stuff, yeah. but like the other cast members like Zoe Saldana mm. and all, like all them
0: they're they're, they're black. black people. I, yeah. I
1: see what this is. It's a bunch of mixed race hate. That's right. <laughs> 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 but I mean
0: the funny thing about that movie is everybody tells me I overanalyze movies and like ruin everything. Yeah. That movie pissed me off from the very opening... Avatar 2? S- yes. Okay. ...sequence. Because... So, the first movie happens... Yeah. Mm-hmm. ...where they kick the earthlings, the humans, off the planet. Yeah. And they did no preparation for them to come back. None. None. Yeah. Like, they were just in the woods, frolicking around naked, and then were flabbergasted when the second round... Uh, yeah. Of spaceships I, showed up,
2: but it also seems like they didn't really a hundred percent leave because they still had like a whole city there. Like, did they just build that city overnight? See, th- like, I, think,
0: I, I, I think the part of the movie where the giant ship comes down, yeah. I think that ship created that perimeter, and then they built the city over time. I think is how Mm. that works. But you mean to tell me that what's his name, the main character, was a marine and he didn't know that the U.S. military was coming (laughs) back?
2: I also like that. Like halfway through the movie, he's like, "Fuck y'all, forest people, we're we're, I'm moving my family (laughs) to the water," which is (laughs) just leave them to die. To your
1: point, though the water tribe is basically like jamaicans yeah like, <laughs> Jamaican. it, it, is, it is really like
2: it's fuck. well it's like it's like jamaicans mixed with maori yeah you know I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah they got yeah. the tribal tattoos and yeah, stuff like that and all that kind of shit i don't know it was all right though like i i, I didn't really like the first one so i didn't have zero oh, you but mean you didn't like unobtainium I, yeah, I didn't like what, pocahontas
0: here's what bugged me though so again when they leave the the forest tribe to go mm-hmm. be with the water tribe, yeah, this war with mankind is about your entire planet. Yeah, it's not yeah. just about, yeah. oh, as long as we just move 500 miles in this direction, we'll be fine. Yeah, They're coming to take over and destroy your entire planet. Yep. So moving from one tribe to the other, I'm sorry, but the whole premise of the movie doesn't make any sense. No, what I'm would waiting. moving from one tribe to the next do? As you can see, immediately, they were on your ass to kill all the whales yeah. and take all the shit out of the... Well,
2: yeah, I mean, how, how crazy is it that all these humans are coming from Earth? You know what I mean? And they're mm. like, we got to go fight this one guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Like, Well, I mean, basically, like, it's the equivalent of the U.S. losing in Vietnam, like, today. Being yeah. like, oh, no, nah, we can't. Yeah. We can't not go back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you're right.
0: But there's a resource on the planet. That's the thing. And then the thing that I also didn't understand was, again, you didn't, do, you didn't plan anything. So... They had, if you remember, they had a lab. They still had, like, a portion of the lab. <clears throat> yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And then a few scientists. Mm-hmm. And then all of the Na'vi people or whatever. Yeah. And X number, like, he had kids, and the kids were, like, teenagers by the time the humans came back. Yeah. So you give me a team of scientists and a lab... And 15 years to work on some shit. Yeah. I'm not gonna be that vulnerable when no, you come back. No, for yeah. real. They yeah. literally just frolicked around in the woods for 15 years. They didn't even build walls right yeah. now, you <laughs> know or anything. Yeah, Or a gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: yeah. so I also like that Sam had the or the main character had like the one gun yeah. in, in the beginning. <laughs> the whole like, movie. It had like six bullets and He's like, I've been holding on to this for 15 <laughs> yeah. years. Uh, all right that's that's uh that's our avatar review right. nothing yeah. to 6 do months with, yeah. after it came out right.
0: <laughs> how was your uh, all right so i'm very curious mm-hmm. um, the last show at the attic
2: it was horrible dude okay <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, man. I, I don't know if the advertising was not done right or what happened. I'm not I'm not 100% sure, yeah. but mm-hmm. it was not good. The the first, first night, we had, like, seven people there, Ooh. which was rough. The second night, we had two.
0: Oh. Yeah,
2: and then we ended up just refunding them and not really doing a show. Not doing I, a show. I paid the oh. comics. We kind of went up and fucked around for, like, an hour, yeah. but it's definitely not what I want, and, like... I mean, I'm on the borderline of being like, if this continues, then I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna cancel everybody. Yeah, like I don't want. To Put I, in that effort. The, yeah, the, I don't want to put in all this effort. Pain yeah, and suffering. Suffering, like, yeah, exactly. Be, <laughs> and luckily, the first week I, I booked my friends. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the the people that came this past week was like JP and Billy and like guys that yeah. I I really like, but uh, like that are great comics. But they're they're my friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's people coming this weekend. Like, like yourself yeah and uh and
0: Alina Siddiqui is gonna be there this weekend
2: yeah. Jake Clark is coming the night that you're yeah. on like oh that's all oh, that'll be
0: f- I should probably get him to come do the podcast that night That's what mm-hmm.
2: I'm saying man like I like there's people that like I want to come back and headline the show
0: and that's this Thursday this, this Friday this Friday okay yeah. I'll reach out to Jake because I, I I want him on the podcast for sure
2: so uh but yeah like so I like I don't want to be embarrassed I don't know Jake I've never met him he reached yeah. out to me and I was like absolutely I, he reached out and I was like hey do you want to headline next month or not headline but you want to close out the show next month uh like i can also give you a guest spot this month if you'd want and he's like i'll do both and i was like okay cool now you'll love Mm -hmm. jakey super i'm sure like i've heard nothing but great things about him you know what i mean so uh but again like i have I have people coming that I definitely want. The to. one from yeah. two people. Yeah, yeah. Like I, it's one thing if my friends come and I, you know I'm embarrassed a little bit, but like they they were all super cool and like you know they got paid. Yeah, so as yeah.
0: I can't tell you how many shows it's like am I getting paid? Yes, I couldn't give a shit what yeah, you guys do from this. Right. Point I understand,
2: on. but from my perspective, <laughs> know, right? like I'm putting my name out there to book the show yeah. and I want I want it to be I want to make sure that like if something like this happens, we did every possible thing we could do. Do you have the numbers on the marketing though? <laughs> So how much was spent? Yeah. What I was told it was like uh like I think it was like $50 for the Friday show and like $80 for the Saturday show. But oh. I don't think that they were marketed in the right spots.
0: I and I thought and, it didn't get done at all is what I heard.
2: No, no, it was it marketed. Did? It uh, just what? was it, they started late. But okay. I've also already seen ads for this weekend. Okay. Like right. I saw them yesterday. I was scrolling through reels today and there were reels ads. I saw sponsored ads that came up on Facebook. <laughs> so they're making sure that shit making sure it's done this week and and so like uh like you're closing friday kevin dean's closing saturday you know what i mean you really
1: need to as far as marketing goes you really need to start marketing at least one week beforehand if not like to well for that's, any show that
2: when I showed up I said hey we have shows every weekend we shouldn't have any days where we're not marketing yeah like every single day of the week right we should have some sort of marketing going whether it's for the shows this weekend or the shows next weekend because like once we get to Friday this week we should start marketing the next Friday yeah and basically. then same thing once we get to Saturday this week we start marketing the next Saturday
0: and I think well I mean I don't have to tell you this but um Nick masek does this when he comes to town mm-hmm Local community groups like the Merritt Island residents Facebook group that'll have a bunch of people. Yeah. Even just individuals just posting in all of those places. Bavard shows, I think, 321 events. Yeah. There's like a bunch of that stuff. um, I think.
2: I so all uh, hands on
0: deck kind of thing.
2: Like my wife already has sort of a relationship with like uh, with a Brevard destination Brevard. Destination yeah, Brevard. Yeah, yeah. They're a great with that one. guy. If you can get and in so, there, it's good. She, I think mm-hmm. she actually did post it on there, but she didn't get it on there till like Thursday. So yeah. it was like at that point, it's too late. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And then I ran an ad on Friday because I didn't know, like <laughs> I didn't see his ad. So yeah. I'm like, I'm fucking. I'll, I'll just run one it, for fifteen dollars for the day of Friday. Or it's the
1: sort of thing of like you need enough. Space in advertising. Mm-hmm. Well, on a larger scale, it takes people like 10,000 views of an ad for it to become internalized. Yeah. So that's the reason why Tide puts out fucking commercials all the time because it's 10,000
0: views? What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. For, it,
1: for you to know that that's there always. Like, right. like for
0: your oh, brain to register okay, that as okay, okay. like... As there, an
1: internalized, like if right. you go to I need, the store... If I need dish detergent, I mean, th- or laundry detergent, right, it's tied. It's tied, okay. right. Yeah. Uh, but like on a smaller scale, when you're talking about like individual events, you need to have enough space. If somebody sees it on Monday, goes, eh, who gives a shit? And then by Wednesday, the ad pops up again... And they go, oh, yeah, there is a show coming up this weekend. I talked to Billy or Bob or whoever the fuck. Yeah. And they said they wanted to do something this weekend. So, like, maybe I should do this. Yeah. You well, know what I mean? internally,
2: what I was told is that they didn't have the flyers until, like, Wednesday or something, which is crazy because Eugene made the flyers two weeks ago. So, like, I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. even your flyer. Like, I've had your flyer for, yeah. like, well over a week. Man. for the for your show. The Man. one with Kevin Dean on it, I got like 2 days ago. But I've seen I've seen ads for both Friday and Saturday, so I know they're doing it. Man. You know, that's and that's all I'm asking. You know what I mean? Like And it's on
0: Eventbrite.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. on Eventbrite, oh but in uh, all of the ads link back to Eventbrite for tickets. Okay. So, and that's the main thing. Like as long as it's done correctly, I have I have no issues. You know what I mean? Like Man. I can at least be like i know you guys did everything you could do you know what i mean i didn't feel like that last weekend i feel like i was kind of left out to dry (laughs) you know what i mean and and that that made me angry but i also realized that there's three of us with this and there's going to be some learning curves and i'm happy that it was the learning curve was last weekend instead of this weekend Mm -hmm. yeah because our budget is higher for like comics and all that kind of stuff and so i want to make sure that we lost like 200-something dollars last weekend paying comics. You know what I mean? That's not acceptable. Like, we shouldn't be losing any money, but if we do, it shouldn't be both nights
1: of the weekend, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the, This is the reason why having, like, a generic flyer is important, too, because it's, like, even, you know, obviously you want the headliner's face on there, so if Chris is coming up to do a show, you want his face on that poster. Right. But yeah, just Eugene.
0: Having... Um, <laughs> what's the uh, the Cape Canaveral one? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the, right. he, he just has his self on it's it. Yeah. Self, yeah. And I'm not even on it, even though I'm headlining the show.
1: But, like... To just have, you know, even just having Eugene on a flyer to be like hey there's going to be a show happening is better than not having anything up at all. Oh, well, for we sure.
2: do have a generic flyer with just the background logo that says like Fridays and Saturdays. And I want to print some of those off and put them out in like high traffic areas in Merritt Island and shit like that. Just yeah. so just j- you know, just so people see it. It doesn't really matter if they take notice of it or whatever, but like you said, it takes time to to generate that out there in the world. Yeah, that yeah. thought. So, yeah.
0: um, another question um one thing that I, th- I remember, I meant to do this when we were at Open Mics. Because mm-hmm. Open Mics used to have all different kinds of customers like throughout the week. Yeah. Uh, having actual permanent f- posters made. Yeah. So, like, yeah. going to Michael's and having, like, a big poster board that's framed yeah. that you can hang in the bowling alley mm-hmm. and in the Mexican restaurant. So, so, so that uh, what- it has permanent marketing within the, the we, big structure. So,
1: we, uh, in Tampa... <clears throat> Before uh, like shows coming up, I used to partnership with a lot of the strip clubs, uh, like in the downtown like Ebor area, to just be like, "Hey, here are free tickets." If some dude's acting like an asshole. You know, or like, this is, yeah. the, this is the bowling alleys advertisement. Oh, shit. Or, yeah. if some, but if some dude's acting like an asshole and you need to get him out on like a Monday night, give him a set of free tickets to the comedy show. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, yeah, he got fucking hammered on a Monday. You kicked him out, but gave him two free tickets. So he's not mad at your club. And then he can show up here on a Friday. Yeah. Well, I, to see a show
2: i'm gonna hit up them tomorrow and if we have zero tickets sold then i'm gonna post it on bettix i'd rather have zero tickets sold and people in the room oh yeah then have nothing well you know, also
0: I, I, you're at the you're at the early stage of people need to know this exists first yeah exactly you know?
2: that's what i mean um so i mean so, yeah i'm okay with less audience as long as there's something there you know what i mean mm-hmm. but like we've already proven the room can get packed out so
0: well If you got the right headliner.
2: No. (laughs) No. I mean, he literally asked on stage, who's here for me? And 10 people raised their hand. You know what I mean? So what do you think the difference was? I think it wasn't marketed correctly. Okay. That's 100% what it is, man. Like, there's nothing going on in Merritt Island. So it's not like we're competing with other shit. You know what I mean? Like, there's literally nothing. And so, like... I just think that people didn't know because the owner the owner of the Mexican restaurant said last weekend, which was we had a gap weekend because we we decided we were gonna start doing weekly shows in September. We had a gap weekend on Friday night they had ten people just walk in and like, Hey, we're here for the comedy show. There was nothing. And then Saturday uh, night, twenty people walked in. Holy shit,
0: really? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, but see, that's a problem. That's a real right. big problem. Because though I mean, that's that that could have been your core. Coming back every week, audience. Yep. Right. And in a room that's, I mean, in a room. If say, let's say it's thirty people. Yeah. Total. Right. Yeah. In a room that small, that's the room. That yeah, that's yeah, that's good. Enough. That's half the room.
2: And oh, the thirty people
1: who give a shit about comedy yeah. is superior to five hundred people who don't care. Yeah. I, I just know if I'm getting the advertising, that's the right way because I I mean my
2: my whole algorithm is skewed towards comedy. Yeah. And so if they're a- if they're advertising the right way, I should get the ads, yeah. and I have. So, okay. so I'm, I'm hoping that it's it's going out to the right people. Also, yeah, you know? that's very good. So, uh, but yeah, and like I said, we're building it. So, and I don't know, like, <laughs> Brian is stressed out. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I I I am a little stressed in that. Like I said, I'm I'm putting my name out for this. this is the first thing I've ever booked. Yeah. where like it's this is like so i kind of look at it like it's my baby and that that that's the reason like if we if we don't have some kind of ticket sales for this weekend or some kind of people in the room yeah. then it's not i'm not going forward i'm gonna cancel I, like myself I'm gonna drown I, this baby I'm gonna, <laughs> <put a> drown, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna drown the baby I, like <laughs> eugene can book it or somebody else like i'm not i'm not gonna put my name out there i got other irons in the fire yeah so i don't need to do this, I just
1: really want to, because the room is, is fantastic. Brian's one of those pageant moms being like, if this kid does not perform, she's going right back to the orphanage. That's, That's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly right. My blind side But I mean, kid. the one thing I will say though, is it it takes, again, I think our
0: scene is really spoiled. It takes a long time Yeah. for, for the room itself to build a regular audience.
2: It's not about the audience members all right for me it's about the effort going into building it to building it okay i can't be be the only one like going out there and working on this on a daily basis and expect like it it, i don't have full control over this you know i I don't like and that's fine i like i like the idea of having like eugene to fall back on if like i can't be there for a night or something like that you know what i mean i mean george can't like host the shows or anything but he can run the room and I can even bring in like like Preach is running both shows on one weekend because Eugene and I are both up at Madcaps for a weekend, mm-hmm. so I know Preach well enough. I trust him; he's a good host. You know what I mean? He can run the room for me with, with in my absence. Or no, excuse me, it's Matt Matt Glidden's doing it because I have Preach running it one night too. But because uh, there's like literally three nights this this month. Wait,
0: you're going up to um, the Palm Coast Madcaps with Eugene? No, no.
2: Oh. Eugene is going up to Palm Coast. I'm going up to uh, New Smyrna. Oh, okay. Because okay. uh, I'm I'm. Um, are you doing the showcase one or are you? No, doing It's like not an a showcase. Actual... Uh, Vince Taylor is, is the headliner. Ah, okay. So I've never met. Him. You work uh, Vince's. Is... It was supposed to be a different guy. It was Vince to... is a
0: wild boy. It, I love I love watching. I heard Vince. I heard nothing but good yeah. things too. <laughs> no, he's great.
2: It was supposed to be a different guy. Uh, uh, Mike Racine. Who's like uh, a New York comic. He's like in the Tim Dillon crew and like I mean he like I don't really I don't I don't really follow like closely the New York scene. I know the big guys like obviously, mm-hmm. but like the couple people I know that are either from New York that did stand up there or uh um like just follow that scene, like Rudy follows that scene really heavily. I was like, oh, I'm I'm opening for this guy, and th- like both the people I know were <laughs> like, holy shit! <laughs> like, I that's just funny. I don't really like like I said, I don't really follow that scene yeah.
0: too closely. I but, follow the the Opie and Anthony New York scene yeah. from years ago. Yeah, yeah, but that's the like new Patrice new, I don't, and yeah. Jim Norton. I don't follow anyone. All, any all any of any those guys, Bill Burr. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I f- that's where I – that was my end end spot. But yeah. now I still follow, like, Mark Norman and Shane Gillis and Joe List and, like, uh, uh, what's the other guy that's, like, uh, that does a podcast with Mark Norman? Uh, Sam Morrell. Uh, like, yeah. I yeah. like all of those guys, uh, like, I follow them because I like their comedy, not f- not because they're from New York, though. Right, yeah. and
1: to me, there's always that thing of, like – especially with so many comics out there in general yeah. where it's like, hey – if I like your comedy, like, I'll follow your stuff. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not getting into, like, the in-between drama between shows because yeah. I don't – It's like, cool, you're from New York. So is everybody in Florida. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this girl,
2: that girl that you recommended, Cher, came yeah. out on uh, Friday, and yeah. she killed it. Like, yeah. she – I mean, like My I said, it was a light – luckily, uh, we actually – ended. Up, I said we had six, but we actually ended up had – we had, like, four people walk in. Like halfway through the show, so like ten. Yeah, so it was about ten or eleven. Okay. By the time she went up, because she went up and then I went up and then Eugene closed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by the time she went up, there was about ten people there, and she she did great. Yeah, like, no, she sure kind of she got sure the audience yeah. like on board. on board. Yeah. So yeah.
0: she's been doing comedy for years, mm-hmm. and she's originally from here, and then she moved to New York. I mean, she's she's um, headlined Carolines. Yeah, she before, just yeah. did just for laughs. Yeah, I mean she's so, yeah.
2: yeah. I, like, we, we've we uh, friended each other on Facebook and yeah. stuff, so I, I told her. I was like, I know your mom lives here. You ever come down? We're going to build this room up, so, like, you are you always have a spot here, basically. Like, yeah. Uh,
1: you got to be careful promising that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, it, as long as the place is around, she has a spot there. Well, it's sure. not
1: just that, and, although I do understand what you're talking about. Yeah. It's the, especially in the nature comedy, there's always that thing of, like, yeah, man... I always got you, and then you like open up the one remaining newspaper in America, and it's like front page comic snorts cocaine on top of baby. Oh, and now, <laughs> she she doesn't really yeah. yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm just saying, like making those promises is always kind of iffy to me because yeah. it's always like. Yeah, man. As long as you don't fuck up, you got like space. You're, you're here. essentially
0: saying she's been passed.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like exactly. that's that's what I'm saying. Like if yeah. she hits me up and she's available, then I'll, I'll gladly put her up. Yeah. But like I'll even bust the budget a little bit, like because we have a set budget for each show. And I always try to stay under the budget anyway. Mm-hmm. But I'll bust it up a little bit more than I would for like if for drop ins like Jay Clark came, you know, yeah. he's, he's kind of dropping Lena too. She hit me up and I was like, yes, you know, because I there's people I want to see the room. I want them to come and be like, oh, this is great. You know what I mean? Right. But if we would have been on our game and we had Friday packed out. That would have been great. That the Cher has like 50,000 Instagram followers. So if she yeah. was taking clips from the show and posting it and stuff like that, people yeah. would have been like, what, what's this room? Right. But instead we had 10 people and that's not really a situation yeah. that's conducive <laughs> gonna, to putting out yeah. clips or any of that kind of shit. Yeah. And so that's where I f- feel like we had a missed opportunity there. You know what I mean? That's why I even hit you up that day. I was like, I don't know if I should invite her because like we had, we're light tickets and you're like, she's done
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's I'm, done like she's shows she's coming to old school pizza and yeah, like yeah. all the <laughs> yeah so all the, all the worst mics you've ever had so
2: i just felt bad i don't know i felt yeah. more i felt worse saturday like right. i i will say i was you I, said there's two people yeah, yeah, and they wouldn't let me refund them either.
0: Like, oh, really? yeah, they left and they wouldn't. They let were me. like, "You guys need need can you <laughs> use?" Yeah, right. that's, exactly, that's what made me feel extra <laughs> bad. I was no, like, "Fuck these!" Painful. I was
2: like, "Well, can I get your email and I'll send you tickets for a future show?" And they were like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> <That's>
1: <laughs> like, awesome. We've we've seen the quality. We've seen yeah. enough. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it was it was awesome. That sucks. Oh, can we give you tickets to a future show? No. 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 All right that that is worthy of being said. Yeah, about. That's, that's what I mean. It was, I mean, yeah. there was a lot of frustration. Someone
1: huh? turning down free shit is always like a, <laughs> a kind of a blow. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: For free, I would still not come back. Right. <laughs>
2: but regardless, I, I I believe in the room still. Oh I, yeah. I, like when you look at it, it looks fantastic. Oh,
0: it it has a huge amount of potential. Yes. Yeah.
2: And and like I, there were. at that point I'd really I'd done an open mic in the room and then we did the Friday show where you guys were at you know what I mean and so there were things that I like in my head I was like we need to upgrade this and this and this and this right Mm-hmm. And then going there on Friday and Saturday, I think some of the upgrades that I want to make to the room are crucial, but not as important as like, like, we need curtains, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's a need. <laughs> yeah. You know, the speaker system is not as bad as I thought it was. Like, in my head, I was like, this doesn't sound great. It is. But no, it's not, man. I'm telling you, it you'll is. see I'm telling you it's not. <laughs> they were they they I think they just didn't have it dialed in, right? Because okay. Friday and Saturday, it was fantastic. Right. So like we didn't have any problem. I mean, I know there wasn't a ton of people there, but, <laughs> right. uh, but we, uh,
0: room with two people is it a good test <laughs> if the speakers <laughs> yeah, yeah. are loud. That's true. <laughs> true, but it was
2: loud. Like yeah. it was, it was loud enough for sure. And so I think it's a situation where we can get that stuff in like October or November where like, I think by the end of this month, I'd like to have like a curtain wall in the back and like stuff like that. Or
0: if the, what I'll say about the speakers at the very least. And well, actually this is like an interesting topic to touch on. I think a lot of shows don't take into account how important the audio
1: quality is. Yes. Audi- the- audio qual- as far as production values go, audio quality is almost always more important than visual quality. hundred percent. And I, that's why that's why
2: initially I was like we have to do this asap, you know what I mean? But uh, I, we have two more speakers coming in like that already, and mm-hmm. they're, they'll be mounted in the back. Okay, perfect. And so as long as we have that, I think we'll be good. And then the for other it,
0: other thing is, I would say the speakers in the front, I would mount them. Up. Up as well instead of sitting on the floor. Yep, I think the acoustics would be way better if they're I, up I, high I, versus I sitting on the floor. Agree. I
2: agree. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> agree. Uh, baby steps, man. Yeah. Baby steps. <laughs> if we can get the cur- curtains going, that's yeah. like an
0: eight dollar L bracket at Home Depot, and just it, it, I'll explain to you yeah, know, other know, things I'm later. Sure. It's not just a matter of like I know. getting it done. It's, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah negotiating it. Yes. Yeah. So well, that's interesting. Yeah, but no, I think that room has a lot of potential, especially see. I everybody says it's kind of goofy that it's like that loft situation, but I think it I think that makes it better. I think if you get to a point where, people downstairs in the Mexican restaurant are like, what the hell's going on up there? Yeah, right. You know, have you ever been to a restaurant and there's like a private party in the other room and they're like laughing and there's music and you're like, well, yeah. what the hell am right. I well, out here missing? The The
2: night we had where it was packed, like yeah. they, they had people walking up the stairs going, what's, what's going on up here? And they sold tickets that way too. So, I mean, they had a bunch of walk-ins yeah. just going,
1: okay, what's going on? And then came up and, and actually watched the show. And it, especially for that space because of the, times i've been there the mexican restaurant portion has always been light yeah yes. people are walking in to get like drinks from the bar downstairs and then walking out but yeah especially if you're walking in and you hear a bunch of people having a good time yeah above you you know to chris's point and you know your point someone going like what the fuck is that why am I bowling when people are having fun? Well, yeah. I,
2: I, I, I like to think of it as an inception room because it's a comedy club yeah. inside of a restaurant, inside of a bowling alley. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like there's layers to this onion, yeah. you know? <laughs>
0: so. And to the point though of the like the audio quality, even what you were saying as far as them adjusting it. Yeah. Doing sa- so many comics don't do sound check yeah. before oh, yeah. a show. Yeah. Comedy clubs a lot of times don't do sound check before a show. And it's like something as simple as adjusting the bass and the treble to where either the bass isn't so high that your voice sounds muffled or the treble isn't so high that it's tinny. Mm -hmm. Little adjustments like that change the whole
2: show. We also adjusted the lighting a little bit too. Yeah. And so it's a little better. It's still not perfect. I'd like a spotlight.
0: Yeah, it needs a true spotlight.
2: Right. Uh, Another thing that like it's on the list, you know what I mean? But... The main thing that I want to do is is the curtain wall to block out some of the sound coming. From, I mean, yeah. in, in, in we we didn't really have too many problems this past weekend with that. I mean, like I said, it wasn't wasn't packed until
0: somebody's quinceanera is downstairs. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and, then, <laughs> and that's the problem.
2: You know, well, luckily the restaurant shuts off the music downstairs. Oh, okay, so I mean, I'm hoping that if anything like that happens, we get well advanced notice so I can cancel the show for the night or whatever (laughs) you know what i mean but uh but yeah so far so good and i'm sure there's going to be other little things that pop up here and there but um i i I don't know like i said i have a lot of faith in it
1: to to your point chris when you're talking about like adjusting for like sound quality this is also the reason why having someone running sound during the show is equally important Mm -hmm. because you have a lineup of Let's say you're doing the most basic. You're doing a three-man format. All three of those comics are going to sound different on the mic. So having one person there to just adjust when someone gets the stage and goes, all right, Chris is louder than Brian. Brian is softer than Rafiq. Yeah. So when Rafiq goes up, you know, put that shit on medium. When Brian goes up, put that shit on loud. When Chris goes up, turn that shit down. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah but even even as a comic like when that's one of those intangible things where you wonder what the difference is between an experienced comic and an inexperienced comic mm-hmm. where i don't remember the exact moment but i remember being at the back of the room and going oh the speakers here are really really bad yeah mm-hmm. you're going to have to hold the microphone directly into your mouth and project directly into the microphone yeah and i remember that night having a good set where everybody else bombed just because they didn't have the experience to And it it takes time to get to a point where you're comfortable enough with your material to where all of your brain power isn't going towards, oh, my God, I got to remember jokes. Oh, my God, what's my set list going to be? Oh, my God. Once you graduate from that point, you can start to think about things like, all right, what's happening in the room? Where am I going to stand? What's the lighting like? I've done shows where, for whatever reason, the spotlight is very narrow and people step out of it. Because again, they're just in their head trying to survive telling their jokes, yeah. mm-hmm. and they don't know. Oh, I need to stay in the middle of the light; otherwise, you know, the audience not being able to see me, they're just gonna trail off. It's hard to pay attention yeah. when somebody's just a shadow. Yeah,
1: all those little things, even the understanding, like how do you approach the stage? Yeah, like are you approaching on the side? Are you coming from the back of the room? Are you walking through the audience, going up? You know, yeah. so <clears throat> and, and to.
2: Again, like I, uh, I've been writing a lot lately, like a lot, like I've been hitting it really hard and it's like the first time in probably six months where I've been writing stuff that I like, which is rare for me. (laughs) You know, I pretty much hate everything I write. So, and then I kind of work out of hating it. Like, yeah. that's sort of, like, the things I'm like, okay, I still think this is funny. So you make
0: it better until you no longer hate it. Right, right.
2: exactly. Yeah. And, and I do that on stage a lot. That's what, where open mics are key, you know, because I'll just go up with the same joke over and over again, but just vary it, you know, pull stuff away, add stuff, pull stuff away, add stuff until I like it. You know what I mean? But lately I've been writing stuff that I like, so now I'm like, I want to push mush this stuff into my set, but I don't know if I'm gonna be able to remember all the new <laughs> shit while I'm still working. Like, cause the old shit I got down. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's very rare that I fuck up one of my old jokes. But when you mix the new shit into it and then you're wanting to put perfect placement into it as well, like where, what jokes am I gonna take out to put this in? Cause I'm, I'm still just working on 15 minutes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so for me, like, I it's about pulling out the jokes that are like not working as well as i want them to and and putting the better jokes into it you know pulling
1: out your c's putting in new ones to see yeah
2: exactly exactly so that way it's like it flows way strong because the beginning of my set and the end of my set is is good you know what i mean the middle of it is it carries laughter through it yeah. but it's not like some i have I, I had a couple jokes that would like some people would be like ew <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, or whatever yeah. and so i'm trying to get rid of like just get rid of that shit yeah. you know that's what i mean that's just them looking at you though. yeah that's, that's, not that's your just material them. yeah <laughs> well that's why i make fun of myself for 7 minutes that's up front yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> so um but yeah, as long as we don't have assholes come in and try to steal our room, I think it'll it'll be great. Right? <laughs> <laughs> is that why
1: you were talking about no, stepping so on toes? Or? Here's why I wanted to
0: talk about stepping on toes, because I, I, I do want to have that conversation as well. Uh-huh. Um, but I want other people in the room as I, well I, for that I conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to wait on that. I can't wait for um, that. <laughs> so, but the one that I that I want to talk about is we're getting to a point now in our scene here in particular. hmm Where there's shows Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yep. So how are we, because I know most comedy scenes, people don't usually bother to do this. The people that run rooms should be coordinating with each other to make sure that people aren't putting shows on the same night at the same time. That at least if you're going to have two shows on the same night, they should be staggered by maybe an hour a little bit so that comics can flow from one show to the other. And then make sure that the scene um, can be as healthy as possible.
2: Well, so luckily, like we only have until next week we we really only have like two shows in one night on Thursdays and the shows are right next to each other and mm-hmm. they're they don't really overlap you yeah, know it's yeah. like muggies and Chumley's, Chumley's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're run we, by they're the same run, run by the same
0: people but that's really cool though so yeah. that's that's an example of it being beautifully done right. where it's literally right up the road and they're staggered time-wise right. so the same comics can it's a, it's a, it's the new york thing where you can go out do a set Walk up the block, do another set at another venue. Yeah. So that's the ideal. And I'm excluding
2: Judd's stuff from that too, because I feel like Judd is in his own world in Coco. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't, I mean, he books like Brevard comics and stuff like that, but he books people from all over Florida. You know what I mean? And a lot of those people that are coming from Judd's room aren't rushing over to. Muggsy's to do a set. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? is far Real, away from. Yeah. It. yeah, that's what I mean. Like, Real, like uh, uh, Duncan has a room on Thursdays. The uh, Lizette show. You know what I mean. But yeah. again, that's like a small show, and it's like ten minutes away. Yeah. So we do get a lot of like people that swing through on that, and so it's fine that they run in tandem. You know. Right.
1: But realistically, it, once you're a twenty minute to like. 20 minute plus drive away from a centralized yeah, a show group of people, yeah you know. you know like your audiences aren't overlapping you know your comics aren't going to really overlap you know yeah
2: but starting next week 142 is moving to tuesdays so it's going to be 142 and Moonroom on the same
0: night <laughs> that's hilarious because yeah. i i was before you said that just now i was just about to say as an example no one should open a room on Tuesdays, yeah, because pineapples is pineapples. They don't have a choice, though. and yeah, yeah.
2: because uh, Monday, Monday night football, football is yeah, starting, it's taking over yeah yeah, and so they want to, they want to. I mean, of course, they want to run football games yeah. at yeah. one forty two, and I don't know so.
0: what's the what's the timing. I don't know. Because I don't. I don't
2: know the specifics of it. I'm hoping that
1: preach and Erlacher are incommunicado about that. So yeah. it, it, the current time, the current timing for the show is usually like eight thirty nine. For one four two. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, Moon Room starts
2: pretty promptly around at eight eight, eight yeah. ten. You right. know what I mean? So so
1: to
0: me, they should move it to like nine. Yeah. That way, there's enough of a buffer. Because the cool, the cool thing and why that would work is the Moon Room people at Pineapples like to get out early. Yeah. And the people over at 142, they're they're all damn night. Yep. Uh So there's room to stagger 142 back a little bit. Yeah. And And
2: I think there's some merit in in having Moonroom end at, like, 930. You know what I mean? Like, have it as a straight, like, I don't know, 7 to 10 comics. Like, keep it, you know, pretty strict on how many people come through. And then... Like have a, a you know pretty strict cut off of nine nine thirty right. nine forty somewhere in there, yeah. and it, then yeah you still could drive the fifteen or twenty minutes or whatever over to one four two and. But it, as a comic,
1: up. if you're doing Moon Room, you know part of to your point, uh, part of the thing about starting it at nine o'clock would be all right. I'm at Moon Room. I did my set in the middle of the show. I can just bounce over to you know the next spot like you know to what chris was saying generally like an hour before or an hour after is kind of like a safe space to you know yeah start up another venue yeah i agree it's uh i and i think i think
2: it might just be a situation where like i said it needs to be talked about you know and and i think that we could i mean because like you said like they don't they don't they say eight o'clock on the 142 flyer but I've done two of them. The first one started at 8 yeah, no. and there was like nobody there, yeah. you know what I mean? But the last one I did like last last Monday, like it was like I mean we I yeah. got there like after 8, yeah. <laughs> you know, cuz we yeah. were doing the podcast
0: and they still hadn't started. Like I yeah.
2: I literally went after preach. I don't think he went on stage till like 8:30. So yeah.
0: Yes, yeah. yeah, so, I mean I think yeah, I think starting that at 9 and letting Moonroom continue to start at 8 would cuz the other thing is if, we're, if our scene is coordinated in that way, mm-hmm. it then becomes valuable to out-of-town comics. Because yeah. if somebody's in Miami, it's like, am I going to drive all the way up? to I heard Moon Room's a great room, but am I going to drive all the hell up there to do seven minutes? But then it's like, oh, you can hit Moon Room and then go hit this other room, 142. Yeah. And then if you do it on Thursday, there's also Muggsy's and Chumley's. We be, it, again, I think our scene, even though we're small, yeah. mm-hmm. if we coordinate it well, this could be a oiled machine where comics can run around. I mean,
2: or like wh- the Orlando scene coming from Moon Room and then going up A one A and hitting one four two and Coco and then driving home. Like yeah. you're you're it's already twenty five minutes closer to home. Exactly. Right. So
1: well, yeah. One of the nice things about the Atlanta scene that I always appreciate is when you go onto their Google Calendar. Like, you can look through any given day Mm -hmm. and see, like, seven different shows, but they're all staggered out to, all right, they are within 20 minutes of each other. Or, you know, like, hey, I did El Dorado, and El Dorado is the last show on the night, so now I can find two other shows or venues to hit before I have to drive back to McDonough or wherever the fuck. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, I did a... um... (laughs) I got very lucky in that way when I the one time I've gone up to Atlanta to do stand up mm-hmm. and bombed horrifically at the Oaks and then 15 minutes later had to haul ass up the road to get on uh, Ponce de Leon Street mm-hmm. and did a show there and did well. So I was able to like yeah. salvage my night. W-
2: was it a black room? Yes, the oh, oaks.
0: Yeah. No, bombed in the black room, killed in the white room. Yeah, it was it was, it was that. Yeah. I knew it. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had to ask, <laughs> but I knew it. <laughs> but, but it was it was it was earlier in my comedy career where I had I had nothing for black rooms. Yeah. Mm. Now I've made adjustments and I've learned how to. I, I, frankly, Navigate honestly, it. frankly, it's I've gotten good at crowd work. Yeah. So if I'm in a black room, yeah, you just I just swi- I just turn the crowd work switch on, yeah. and just. Do crowd work until <laughs> I get I'm, I'm, out of it. I'm curious to see how because I've I've done
2: an, an an all black room, but it was a church, you know. So then I'm, very I'm struggling yeah. to be clean there. Yeah, and that was tough for me. That was more tough, I think, than just going up and doing stand up in a black room. I'd be yeah. I, I feel like I'd be way more comfortable just doing that. I
1: real talk, I feel like black rooms want the energy up. Whatever you think your energy is, they want it up like twenty percent more. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> they want you to either be on point on point with material like yo this is designed for you by you or they just want you to be playful (laughs) is that a
2: fubu reference in your black (laughs) (laughs) no i i i I would have to agree with you like i mean i like from just like the like, I've, I've never been to a black room, you know? I, I Like, I've been to Nightshade. <laughs> That's such a funny thing. I've, I've been to Nightshade Lounge, yeah, but it was for a roast battle, you know what I mean? There was, like, yeah. six black people in the whole room, you yeah. know?
1: Brian's like, I don't take with the blacks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they, they don't accept me. <laughs> when, he,
0: when he says, I've never been to a black room, he literally means a room with Revive. black people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> This is never, the blackest room, the black room I've ever been. <laughs> <ever. laughs> He's like, I feel so safe here. Like, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, so, no, but I, 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 like, I really want to, like, Preach was booking a, a a black room at a Jamaican restaurant or something like that yeah. in, in Palm Bay. And yeah. I was like very interested in doing it, but then I, I guess it didn't work out.
0: Like some, yeah. they
2: just did one and then it never kept going.
0: So I'm definitely interested. That is one thing I talked to. Uh, who did I talk to about that? I talked to preach about it. And I talked to somebody else about how Brevard needs a black room. Yeah. yeah. They should, we should have one. We, 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 we have, <laughs> Oh, It was, what was <laughs> cause I mean, we have, um, between like Coco and, um, like the university sort of area, we have these sort of strong black neighborhoods. Yeah, uh-huh. that have really fun. I, I think the shows they would have be, events. Yeah, but they
1: don't have like comedy. Yeah, and, we just the,
0: need some controversy with people shooting each other. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just no, saying. but it it what it would do is I think again going back to I think our scene is very spoiled. Yeah, we don't have a room. We're blessed in that we have good rooms here. Yeah. We don't have a room that comics are scared to go into, right? Oh, something that makes you work. Something that makes you. That's the church work. show for me. Like
2: yeah. that's that's the sh- That's the room that terrifies me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but not for that reason. It terrifies my it terrifies me for the clean aspect of it. Like yeah. I I struggle with, because even if I try to clean my jokes up, they don't punch as hard. You yeah. know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm and i i need the punch (laughs) you know in order to to really like have a joke hit and so like then i'm just like struggling to write
1: clean material for the sake of it and then it's just not good, <laughs> you know. I, like, I kind of understand what you're talking. Like, I got booked for like a Scientology gig like next year. Yeah, and it's one of those things of like they <laughs> they came out with like a laundry list of things of like you cannot talk about this person that person. you mean L Ron Hubbard? <laughs> and it's not just him. But Rafiq it's like a whole. The, oh, oh,
2: the the wife that disappeared. <laughs> it, it's a whole
1: list. I ain't get I ain't getting it into this. I don't know if they're wiretapping this now or what. But, <laughs> I'll um, get um, gets
0: into the it, weirdest bookings. <laughs> In the uh, world, hey, wait, yeah. did you it,
1: submit for it? Is that what happened? No. Uh, so the Imagination Museum is like o- like opening its doors like next year, and a comic I know like got asked to like book a show for them. And he reached out okay. to me. He was like, "Hey, can you do thirty minutes clean?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." And then like he sent over the list of restrictions that the Scientologists had. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna take a couple months to get ready for." <laughs> Just don't don't make jokes about Zenu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, Tom Cruise. You, you oh yeah,
1: yeah, dude. They're like big on like hey, no religion, no politics, PG thirteen clean. You can't talk about. Uh, so you can say one fuck. <laughs> like maybe, but You're it's just gonna go against- up there and tell Cosby stories. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh um, oh, I
2: like I heard a little bit of controversy. You know the the show that you booked Rafik and I on. Yeah, I heard a little bit of controversy about that place. Yeah. but I don't know. I don't. I don't actually know what it is. I just yeah. know some people drop from it.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm very curious. Uh, I'm very it, curious. Me too. Because it seems like this is a new sort of group mm-hmm. of. People that are coming in and starting a show
2: yeah i know a little bit about the guy booking the show yeah i like just a, a little bit but i don't know what the issues are w- with that room yet and i'm yeah. gonna find out and yeah. i i'm gonna do it regardless
0: yeah but and it seemed nice just from what i saw y- in yes. terms of yeah, yeah. yeah. come like the, check the, us out in october yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah the um the the people like the People I saw posting about it that did did it last. I'm trying to keep keep it vague. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> but the people who were posting about it, it looked great. It, yeah, it looked it looked fine. You know, I'm mm. interested to see. I think they have one like coming up I in think, the next couple of days. I think or the
0: issues are internal comedian beef, mm-hmm. not that something's actually wrong with the gig so it's okay. not like but a management problem we'll see it's we'll all find out together yeah <laughs> yeah yeah exactly
2: yeah and and that's the thing like i'm kind of over being like worried about shit like that like yeah. i'm not in i'm I'm trying to get out of the minutiae of other people's comedy scenes yeah you know what i mean because like i don't really care that much like nope. for me i just want to <laughs> i just want to go up perform and
0: leave listen the know? people the people that <laughs> i had this conversation with uh james john and dean napolitano And the people who are actually getting work Uh don't participate in any of that shit. Mm -hmm. Like, if you guys notice, I'm not in any of the group chats. Yeah. I'm not, like, I like drama because it's entertaining. Yeah. So I like to hear it. But in terms of getting involved, I don't get involved. Yeah. Because everybody who's actually working, number one, you run the risk of burning bridges, Uh which Mm -hmm. you never want to do, because if you're actually working, there's money attached to you having that network of contacts. And then number two, frankly, the people beefing are usually the least funny
1: comics. Yeah. It's when,
0: usually someone whose only value is the room they book or something. Yeah.
1: When your mind is on your money, you don't have time to think about like, oh, so and so doesn't like so and so. It's it's like, hey man, it's
0: so uninteresting,
1: <laughs> right? It's like, hey, are you paying me a hundred and fifty dollars to be here? <laughs> I'm here, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like. Yeah. But, yeah, like, and even when people tell me stuff
2: about, like, uh, like, uh, like, I'll ask, like, if I meet somebody from a scene that I've not been to, I'll be like, hey, how's y'all seen, you know? I'm not asking, like, are you guys <laughs> it, fighting? I'm asking, like, how's y'all shows and shit like that. Right. But sometimes you get, like, the, oh, this person did this to this person, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't give a f- I don't even know these people. Yeah. How are the shows over there? That's what right. I would fucking want to know. That's Who's it. You Who know? is paying? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and I mean, my thing is, so so with this show, actually, this will be the first one because um, I'm not, again, I keep talking about the van um, and I'm getting closer, working on stuff. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to I want to start now going out as a group. OK. Like this podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whenever I, you know, whenever we get in we shirts, bro. <laughs> I, well, eventually. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, whenever I want, I want to start getting comfortable going out on the road putting people in order and seeing yeah how the show goes and having my regular group of guys that i go out with
2: yeah that's that, i uh, mean that's yeah. cool man like it's yeah. it, like
0: i i like that idea too because then
2: we're going out as like a like i mean we're gonna go out and fuck up areas yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> which i like but also like I like doing shows with you guys. You know what I mean. Like that's why. I, like when I'm booking shows, I reach out to you guys. Yeah. You know, because right. I like yeah. just I like yeah. just being around you guys. And so for me, it's just like it's like it it's gonna ensure that uh, that the hang is gonna be good too. Right. You know what I mean? Because like I don't know who's gonna be at the X Y Z show, but I know if you're there and you're there, then I know it's gonna be a fun time regardless. Because even if the those show people sucks. are fucking yeah. shitty or yeah. whatever, we're gonna have a good time.
1: You know. Right. Yeah, you know, there's going. There's always that moment where, like, your friend gets off stage and you're on the road with them. It's like, hey man, I love you, but that joke fucking sucks. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> and you could, like, you could get into it or like real talk with people because it's like, yeah, you've seen me perform a hundred times now, yeah, and you can tell when I'm phoning in a joke and when I'm not, as opposed to yeah. just randomly showing up at a place and being like, oh hey, yeah, I, I, nice I agree, to meet everybody, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it,
2: also, like we've all seen each other do well so yeah. that that's like that's a big that's that's a big thing you know what I mean mm. like knowing that you have it in you or like <laughs> uh, like that that matters right like a lot because like, I don't have to worry about, like, is Chris Robinson going to be good tonight? Whether you bomb or do great, I know you're a good comic. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just the circumstances. Yeah, the right. circumstances right. Yeah. Of, of, of surrounding that situation. That's I, Also, it kind of gives you me a little bit of freedom because, like, if I bomb in front of you, I know you're not going to be like, this guy fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I might have had an off night, yeah, but right. it's, you know, ultimately no. the thing. Three of us, and I'm and really the four of us. I'm yeah, including Matt, that, Matt, and the empty chair. Yeah, he chair. just happens to not be here right yeah. now. Yeah, but, no. uh, but yeah, I kicked him off. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but like the four of us we're, we're good. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I mean, there's levels to each one of us for sure. You know what I mean? Right. But consistent. You know what I mean? Right. Like, we're all consistent comics, and we're all like adults. Yeah. you know what I mean. That's there's, a
1: big right. difference. Yeah, this there's, is so. This is just a real tip for the folks at home. If you know a headliner who is going out on the road and you have the chops to be friends with them, let alone follow them, fucking ask to go on the road. Yeah. Because that's how you get booked. You know, to Brian's point, people need to see you consistently do well for them to recommend you to other headliners or to think of you when you're getting booked for a show. I. I've I've
2: been great or like lucky in that like uh the people that have seen me do really well uh, consistently are like hey man I'll shout you out to anybody you want you know what I mean and so even guys that I'm not like necessarily like the closest with like uh like but they're past in other clubs or whatever they're like hey you just say the word I'll shout you out you know what I mean right but I'm trying to do it on my own like I want to try to get into these places not on my own obviously like. It's like I'm trying to get booked on shows that are in clubs that I'm not in. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's difficult. But I don't want to just be like, well, ask this person or ask this person or ask this person. You know, yeah. <laughs> I know I know people that like um, like the juggernaut show is at LOL. I'm not past at LOL. I've, I've literally never done stand up in front of Mike Lee ever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know he's really good friends with Adam Lowry. Yeah. I know uh scott hooker and malachi and all those guys like they all know him really well you you've done shows there but i'm not i'm not reaching out to each one of you guys and going hey can you shout me out to him and get me on shows i know i knew the juggernaut show was booked there so i was hoping that i would just get booked on that show and go out and try try to do as good as i could
1: i understand what you're talking about but that's different than what i'm talking about as far as asking a headliner to take them with you yeah yeah no you know no I, mean? I get I like, get. but right now
2: i i don't have access to like a on the road headliner yeah. you know like i mean i've met a bunch of them like uh mm. jay hewlett you know yeah. what i mean like i've he, I mean, he he texted me like two times in the last month. You yeah. know what I mean. And so like I know him. I I can text him and we have a conversation. But I would never be like, hey man, you're in the Chuckle Hut in Atlanta, Georgia. Can I come up? <laughs> you know, yeah, like right. I just don't I don't know him that well. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But if you were going up to the Chuckle Hut in yeah. Atlanta, I'd be like, hey Chris. <laughs> well, so, <laughs> you know? well, so
0: here's my here's my my reasoning behind wanting to do. There's a couple layered reasons. But number one, I'm right on the I'm right on the very rim of being a a touring headliner on a regular basis so i'm like i would like to come into that with a stable system yeah right right? because one of the things that i think comics don't talk about because i think i think a lot of comics are in a position in life where they're usually single they're usually their Mentally other unwell. job isn't like a career. It's like <laughs> yeah. a barista type of thing. And, you know, they're they're comfortable going out and, you know, making 25 bucks for the gig, but then buying $30 in drinks and Bullshit. food right. and yeah. whatever. And then by the time you do gas, you actually just lost money doing this. Yeah, um, I think they're just in a different stage in life. They're in their early 20s, mid-20s type of thing. Yeah. In order for this to be sustainable for somebody in our age group in your 30s and beyond number one there cannot be like drama and bullshit on the road yeah like i don't like as much as i love certain people number one i don't do drugs Uh right and at least i know people who smoke weed is one thing but can't have coke heroin any of that <laughs> madness you laugh but no i, I know problem. exactly I've, yeah. I've, <laughs> I've had comics bust out coke like but, next to me before and i'm like are you fucking serious like but if you were on the road
2: like if you t- like i'm a pot smoker you yeah. know i will say i've i've cut uh, way 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 back in the last yeah. like couple months right well i don't mind the pen things but it, it, even even that though man if you were taking me on the road i wouldn't bring that shit like yeah, i yeah. like that's not you know, yeah. I, like that's not really me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, I, I enjoy like smoking after a show sometimes and stuff like that. But I would like I, I wouldn't want to put you in a position where like we get pulled over and I, well, have so, to, I have to jump on this fucking. <laughs> <Right>. you, <laughs> you, I, me. I mean, I would too. You yeah. know what I mean? But I, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to anybody to be in that
0: situation. To risk that. Yeah. It's yeah. funny you say that because I, I had a plan and I'm still gonna do it because I think it's hilarious. I'm gonna have a decal made for the door of the van, and it says. I do not do drugs. If you bring any paraphernalia in this van and we get pulled over, claim it because if you don't, I'm snitching anyway. (laughs) I'm literally going to have that on a placard. Yeah. It's like one of those like, this
1: is a drug free establishment. (laughs) But I've also never
2: had problems getting weed after a show. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's that's like, like everybody's outside in the parking lot. They all have, everybody has weed. You know what (laughs) I mean? So that's never, that's, that's the main
0: reason I'm like, "Ah, fuck it. You know But even Even again, even something as simple as the driving portion. Yeah. Like I, everyone's grown. Yeah. And I would feel comfortable that your license is not suspended, and you're not telling me that your license is yes, not right. is suspended yeah, yeah. and like some shit like that. And then, I mean, I drive
1: for a living; I can't yeah. have a suspended license. Well, I mean, yeah. like even even if you just look at the Funny Style group chat, you know, the, the whole which conversation, iteration? <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of them. But I mean, I mean, the one that we're all in. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I mean, like even the conversation of yesterday of like, hey, we can't do this. Somebody tell Brian. You know, just the fact that like. It's like, oh, cool. Either me or Matt are going to step up and communicate with Brian, so this is not an issue. Yeah. yeah. You know, you need to know that you can depend on your team.
0: And you're very you know? like, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very confident, but um, you know enough oh, comments oh, I, I, to know.
2: I know who exactly who you're talking about right now. There's, <laughs> <laughs> you, there's Without saying names, just hearing your story. I'm like, uh-huh.
0: I, all right, that's this person and this person. There's, there's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's an army of fuck-ups out there that yeah. you can't, you can't, go out places and do stuff with. Would you you, know?
2: s- you see it all the time like I mean on like it's it's crazy how many it, it, people are out there like that. Like I mean, e- even when you go into a new scene, there's you know you, if you're on a show with seven people, there's a two or of there's them two I mean, or <laughs> at least, right? Two or three, yeah. yeah, that are like, oh, this guy is not taking this seriously at all. He's yeah. just naturally funny, but he's a fuck up. You know what yeah. I mean? So or yeah. they
1: are taking it serious, but they're still a fuck up. Yeah, like that's oh yeah. that's always the worst one because it's like, oh man, if you buckle down and actually focused. You would be like phenomenal, yeah. but I'm, instead you're doing yeah. coke off of, like stripper tits, and yeah. she's not even at the show. Yes. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna say a name
2: here because I know he would say it. David Jolly. He's yeah. the perfect example of this. He's yeah. just now getting sober. He's been sober for since his first appearance on Kill Tony, and, yeah. and 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 like I mean, I just watched his his newest one last night, and it was a world of difference. Like how coherent he was, how like. <laughs> But like he wasn't no, just right. in the microphone just, screaming, if, you know. If you know Jolly, it's like I, t- I was on a show with him last Friday. Yeah. I said this to him, you know, that's he kills why I, shit that's shit faced, yeah. but
0: he's funnier when he's not shit faced. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: And and I watched him kill like legitimately murder a crowd like on the Friday and he was he was stone cold sober. Okay. You know what I mean? And like I've seen I've done 10 shows with jolly you know what i mean and he's been fucked up on nine of them (laughs) yeah so so i like but he's he's a guy that like he he got he can get his shit together and really progress yeah i mean he's been doing it long enough where he's got funny material and it and now he's like starting to put it all together and get his shit together and stuff and i think he can he can
1: he can be really successful successful. you know substance use is such a crutch in our community because like A lot of people start off in substance use in our community because they either already came in fucked up before starting comedy or they're like, oh, if I have a couple beers, like I'll be able to talk on stage. And it's like, motherfucker, if you need beers to talk on stage, this is not the art form for you. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Jimmy's another one, too.
2: Like, I mean, he's struggled with drugs and alcohol for years and like he's two years sober now. And the last two years he's been killing it. (laughs) You know what I mean? So like it's a. Testament to, like, somebody actually getting their shit together a little bit yeah. and, like, <laughs> like f- focusing. Yeah, You yeah. can
1: be fucked up in between shows all you want, just yeah. not but even on that, a show. Like, so <laughs> when you're
2: addicted to something, like, hardcore, your brain is, like, part of your brain is always thinking towards that. You yeah. know yeah. what I mean? And so, like, you're not really focused on everything that you you should be focused on because you have this little nagging in your brain that's like, I need, I need to get whatever drug i'm on or, or yeah. alcohol or whatever you know what i mean and i i might not need you know get it right now but I, three hours from now i need it and i got a yeah, show in right, two yeah. hours so you know what i'm saying like yeah. so like the focus comes when you shed that shit and that becomes your addiction you know yeah. what i mean i'm lucky that like i i'm not like hardcore addicted to anything except nicotine Man. you know what i mean which is a. Uh, not not something that's like too bad to, yeah, it's right. like <laughs> to so <laughs> be addicted to. So it doesn't sucking dick, dick for me. Right? Yeah, it, it doesn't fuck me up. I'm not like, <laughs> hey man, I will suck your dick for a cigarette. Yeah, just bright bri-
1: outside like a Seven Eleven bit like yeah. bothering people. Yeah. Be like, come on
2: baby, come on man, buy me a vape, bro. <laughs> buy me a vape. <laughs> come on man, I'll show you my dick. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like you, uh I don't know, man. Like I I I. I commend the people that that figure their shit out and and start excelling, and you see that you see that acceleration. It's almost like they hit the fucking the the fifth gear or something yeah, like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like once they get past that shit, yeah. you know, and it's it, and I don't mean just sober. I mean past the the everyday like mentality. They're falling
0: of, off the wagon isn't one bad decision away. Right, right. Where their, their lifestyle is changed. Exactly. Yeah, it yeah. becomes very different. Like even. Like again, for example, I like the fact that I'd be bringing people on the road that I can. How do I describe this? That I can trust to behave in a reasonable manner around women. Yeah, right? yeah. So, well, like, that's
2: important too because there's oh, some creeps out there. Oh yeah,
0: but that, to my point, like I even had like um, <laughs> I'm not going to say who, but somebody that we all like love, and I'm like, man, if if we're traveling the country in a van. Mm-hmm how many times am I going to catch this kid trying to fuck some girl in the van? Like, while we're all like, right, like while the show's going on or something like just just little like certain things that you just grow the hell out of at a certain point. Yeah, it's like I want a group of people to where none of that shit adults in the room. Yeah, exactly. You want
2: adults in the room? Yeah. Uh, and that's that's understandable because if you're putting people on shows, that's, that's on your name. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like with the Laugh attic, man, like I'm putting my name out there to try to get these people on shows, and I don't want to be uh, embarrassed. And yeah. and you, that's the same thing. You you don't want us to or any of us to go out and embarrass you yeah. with our material or the way we act. To the audience or the way we act after the
1: show. Yeah, right? for like sure. it's, it's all well, important. Be, well, I mean, this is just professionalism 101 exactly. though. Exactly. Because like, this is a business, right? Yeah. First and foremost. <laughs> <laughs> right. And uh, this is what I'm saying is like, you can get fucked up between shows. If we're traveling from like here to New York and somebody goes, like, hey man, I'm going to get, uh, like, it's been a rough week. I'm going to get shit faced on the way up there. Like, <laughs> In eight hours, when it's my turn to drive, as long as I'm not shit-faced, is that cool? And everyone going like, yeah, that's fine. Like that's a completely. Not really. No. no. <laughs> yeah. no I'm, I'm just saying, but that's a like, that's a completely yeah. different story than you know, like, oh yeah, man, I'm good to drive right now. And it's yeah. like, dude, I just saw you down like a fifth of whiskey. Like yeah. you're not fucking driving. You yeah. know.
0: I'm with you. I gotta go. Yeah, I know you gotta get out of here, and we gotta get out of here. I'm actually I'm doing pineapple. I mean, I'm um, yeah, pineapples. Oh, tonight. you doing? Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, nice. All right, well, so. Anything coming up that you guys want to?
2: The uh, Laugh Attic uh, every Friday and Saturday. Y'all come out. And this, I'm, I'm on
0: it this Friday, right? This Friday, yeah, the yeah. 8th. Okay. I'll be at the Laugh Factory. <laughs> right. Laugh, Laugh, Laugh Factory. I would love that. If you were like the
1: Laugh Factory, Brian didn't know that you flew out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where's Robinson? <laughs> That would be the ultimate double booking of yeah. like, all right, cool. Gonna fly out there, gonna do the Laugh Factory, hop back on a plane, get down, do the Laugh <laughs> At.
2: What, what if What if he booked on the Laugh Attic and then he flew out to, what is it, Chicago where the Laugh Factory is? Yeah, the other yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: also, I, I am now the booker for Cloud Parlor in Cocoa Beach. So we have a show coming up Saturday the 16th. I'm still looking for two comics. So, if you guys want to check out that show, definitely send me a message. Um, anything, Rafiq?
1: Uh So, this Thursday, I'm going to be at LOL uh-huh. doing the uh, Legend Showcase. So, it's going to be like me, the Angry Texan, you know, a bunch of real f- solid killers through and through. Uh, and then. I like that guy. Yeah. Let's see. Um, uh, I have two shows coming up in October. I got the one with you on the 8th, and then uh, one on the 22nd. All right. uh, That's going to be in uh, North Carolina. Okay.
2: If we do it next week, I'm also at Mad Caps the
0: following weekend. Okay. uh, The 15th
2: and 16th. All
0: right. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been the Funny Style Podcast.